So the people of Israel had been waiting for a long time for God to speak. Uh, There hadn't been any prophets for a while. And so then when John the Baptist came on the scene, uh, they were expecting, they were listening, they were waiting, and they wanted to hear what he had to say. And as as we hear in the, the reading, they were thinking he may be even the Messiah, not just the prophet, but he could be the one. And so when he does speak, uh, we heard it, it's in the passage just before this, that it's not a nice, friendly kind of preaching. <laughs> he says to them, like, you brood of vipers. And he kind of just speaks these kind of harsh sort of words, saying, trying to wake them up. Because they were thinking, well, we're, you know, we have Abraham as our, our ancestor, and so we're, we're pretty set, we're okay. We can kind of rest on that. And John's saying, no. <laughs> You have to, you know, you have to live this. You have to change your ways. You have to live a life worthy of your vocation. You can't just rest on that. And so they, you know, they don't just kind of, uh, you know, just hear that and go off home. They want to know what they have to do. That his preaching must have really cut to their heart. And they ask, you know, what must we do? And these different people come forward and they ask John, you know, what, what, are, what are we to do? And he doesn't have a very complicated answer. He just says to them, you know, just share your things. <laughs> uh, don't treat people badly, treat them justly. Uh, just very simple, practical things. Not things that are kind of up in the sky, but, you know, live a good life. Uh, follow uh, what God is asking of you. And so they are really amazed by this. <laughs> that their, their expectancy is growing, and so they think he's the Messiah. And John can sort of sense this, and he says to them, well, I'm not fit to undo the, the sandal straps of the one who's coming. Now, I'm going to baptize you with water, but the one who comes is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire, so much greater than what I'm doing. Now, he could have said, because he knew they were, they, were just, they were hanging on his word. He could have taken that for his own advantage and said, Yeah, well, it's me. I'm the Messiah. Here I am. Come and follow me. But he also says, You know, I am the voice of the one who cries out in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. So he sees himself as just the voice. And if you think about the voice, you know, the voice is only the vehicle for the word. The words, what's important, what comes out of the voice. And so he says, I am just the vehicle. And so he speaks God's word and they're cut to the heart. But he knows himself as the one that's just the messenger. And so we are called to be that voice, to be John the Baptist. To be the ones that are the vehicle for God's word to come forward into the world. And I remember, so today we just celebrated the brothers who have taken their uh, vows. And so just novices and now we have some initially vowed brothers. But I remember when I was at their stage, uh, Father Ken got us to really respond to this word. uh, To go out into the wilderness to be that voice. And so we would go into the middle, middle of civic just as they do on Friday. We would go there at lunchtime and we would have a big cross and we'd set that up and we'd have a go at preaching. 
Now, our preaching wasn't very harsh because we knew people wouldn't listen to us if we did that. So we were just preaching, just saying, God loves you. You know, people of Canberra, you know, God loves you. And I remember just being so nervous um, before that. You know, when we're going in the car, traveling out to the, to the city, you know, we're all praying the rosary and we're trying to get courage just to say something very simple to the people out there. And I noticed that when we would preach, people would sort of take a big beeline and walk around us. And so we would have to try and find ways to approach these people. <laughs> and I remember one time there was these young, young kids and they were all dressed in black. And so I thought, I'll just start a conversation with them. So I just said, you know, why do you guys wear black? And then they looked at me and they said, well, why do you wear brown? <laughs> and so I was laughing at that and I was like, fair enough. And so I started to talk to them. And I said to them, what do you think about us being out here today? It's pretty strange, uh, don't you think? And so they were, just, they were just listening. And I just thought to say to them, well, we're here because we just want people to know God's love. We want them to know the peace that we've experienced. And as I watched these young people, uh, they were actually listening to me. So as a young novice, you're kind of like a bit excited about that. And so I just thought, well, I'm just going to preach about God's love to these young people. And I just said to them, you know, that the, only, the way that I know that God is real is the peace that I experience. Particularly when there's chaos around me, that when I pray and, and ask God to come, that there's a peace that comes. And I could just see, particularly in one girl's eyes, that she was so open. You know, she was really listening to me. Looking out to see if there's anyone out there like that. <laughs> but she was very open and, and hearing somehow God was using me to be just the voice and his word was somehow coming out of my mouth. Because I could see that it was reaching into their lives. And I just wanted to encourage them to say that God just wants you to have the fullness of life. You know, he wants you to be happy. And they just, it seemed like they'd never heard that message, such a simple message. That, that's what God wants for us. And we hear that in the readings today. Paul's heart for his people, but it's God's heart that he, he says, you know, I want you to be happy. I repeat it again, I want you to be happy. He says it a third time, what I want is your happiness. So it's not complicated, the message that God wants us to bring. He wants us to bring the good news because it's good news. <laughs> it's joyful news. That God wants to reach into our lives and to bring his peace in the midst of chaos. Uh, he wants to bring his hope uh, to people who have no hope. And so this time of the year uh, is a, a beautiful time because people know about Christmas. You know, they're rushing around getting ready for Christmas. They don't always know what it's really about. But it, it gives us an opportunity to speak about you know, the, the core of our faith. That God comes near to us. He comes close to us. And that is the reason for our joy. That is the reason that we can have joy in our lives. Because God comes close to us. And it's a joy that is deeper than just feelings of you know, just being happy, having a good day, that it's a deep experience that goes beyond feelings, uh, that 
can remain even when things around you have fallen apart, that when we know God's near us, when he's close to us, then there can be this joy in our life. And if you allow that to kind of spring out into your life, people will ask you, your family, your friends will ask you, well, how can you be joyful in this situation? How can you have a peace when things aren't going well for you? And in that moment, they're open so you can bring them that word through your voice. That the word that is being planted in your heart, that when you speak that out through your voice, it comes from your voice into their ears and hopefully into their hearts. And that God's presence will be close to them, will be near them. And so it doesn't have to be complicated. One of the things we're doing here at St. Benedict's is uh, we've made a little card and it's just, it just has the, the Christmas uh, masses and the dates and the times. Um, they probably know the date, but uh, the times. Uh, so that you can just invite them to come and just say, you know, come. If you want to experience what Christmas is really about, you know, come, come to mass. Come and experience God being close to you. Because that's what it's all about. Uh, that Christmas is God coming and being with us. And he doesn't just come to be with us when things are well and things are great. But he comes in every situation. And that he comes close to you and you can experience his true joy. So I put that challenge out to you to, to be that voice. Uh, to bring the message of God to those around you in a way that they can understand. Somehow I found some words to speak to those young people that time. You don't have to be complicated. You don't have to have a theology degree. You just have to have God's love in your heart and speak that out and allow them to experience that love.